Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Okay, let's record. All right. <laughs> Let's hit the record button. All right, because we get talking and we forget to record. Welcome to the KLE podcast and the KLE podcast page and everywhere else that we are on YouTube and, and here and there and pages and podcasts and videos, etc., etc. Steve and Sean, back with you for the Friday conversation. Hello, Steve. Hello. <laughs> and welcome from Texas. Yes, and uh, all the way from Pennsylvania. Right. <laughs> so wherever you are in the world, hey, you know what? It's interesting. Okay, <laughs> we were just talking. Uh, Steve and I, we we see little butterflies and woo, <laughs> we get distracted very easily. But anyway, <laughs> it's just uh, I just thought of something. I was looking at the dashboard, uh, our um, our podcast dashboard, and we've got like about a number of nations that we've got people listening to on a regular basis. Which is so really? cool. I mean, so we've got a lot in um, a lot in in America and England, but um, then there's a whole bunch of other nations, Europe, Africa, and uh, various other places um, that uh, that people are listening in as well. Which is, uh, I'm so glad, so glad. So welcome if you're here um, listening in on our conversation as well. So I was just explaining to Steve, and we were talking about this and. Steve said, hit the record button, maybe it should, if you like. And anyway, so, um, yeah, we're talking about, I did a, a podcast um, episode like two nights ago, I think, something around there, but talking about uh, having a daily spiritual uh, revival, because revival is not something that I'm like, not a word that I particularly use too much anymore, simply because I think transformation is a better word, Steve. <laughs> well, revive means something is dead, and now you're going to bring it back to life, basically. Yeah. And that's what a revive, to revive something means. Well, I suppose it has no breath and no life anymore, yeah. so you can bring it back. Well, I suppose there's a lot of believers like that. They. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. They are alive, but they're not alive. They're walking zombies. I don't know. Anyway, um, so I, I just, uh, that was, I, I called it um, daily spiritual revival and uh, how to have that. And simply because something that always speaks to me, Steve, is that, is that um, Romans 12, 2, um, about don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you know what really struck me was the word renew. Um, that it's like we can go back to new and we need to be going back to new all the time. So we were once um, children of wrath, you know, filled with the, the spiritual nature of the devil, which was death and sin, um, unrighteousness. And, and, you know, and then we were made recreations. <laughs> so, so we were taken back to the creation state of Adam. I think people don't understand that when you are recreated, it's like a, a recreation. So it's going back to the creation status. But then we are daily encouraged to have a renewing so that we can have a transforming 
so that we can prove it, the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God in our lives. And, and that just, I was just thinking about that, that like renew. And the word is, um, I can't remember the Greek word, and and something or other, but it means to restore to a new place or a new state all the time. It's a, it's a process of restore, restoration. And and I thought that was like, um, that was like really interesting to me. But what, when I really looked at that scripture, especially in the amplified version, he, he says this, he says, um, don't be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes. If we conformed, then we're always going to be talking like the world, attracted to the world. We're going to be thinking like the world. We're going to be speaking like the world because we are conformed to the culture of the world. We conform to its right. values, its norms, its behavior, its actions, its thinking. But if we influenced and we are being renewed, renewed, being taken back to a new place in God all the renewed time. Again. Yes, renewed again and again. No, nude again, renewed. <laughs> No, not. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, that, that ties into if any man be in Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. Old things. That's right. It's interesting how he put the words there. Old things are, which is present tense, yeah. passed away. Yeah. Behold, all things are become new, which is a futuristic things. But old things are continually in the process of passing away yeah. is basically how that the language works there. It's a continual process of old things passing away and a continual existing day-to-day, minute-by-minute process of things becoming new. All things are renewed. It's almost like resurrection doesn't stop with a one-time event. Yeah. You have the spirit of resurrection in you. It's like you're renewed all the time. It's, it's yeah. a continual process of becoming new again. Yeah. So it's not just a one-time event. It's something that is happening. Yeah, exactly. And and well, if we lock up. It's no, no. It's it's like an an event, but then a continuous process of that event. So, right, you know, right, it's right. Like we become new creatures in Christ, and now there's this. But to to in fact live that process out, or to live out the the benefits of that new creation status, as you may, or state that we have now. Uh, that miracle, that supernatural occasion that's taken place in us, that our nature has been changed, but not our mindset. That's the thing. So with our mind, yeah. so we can be saved. We can be new creatures in Christ, righteousness of God in Christ and holy. And we can be all of that. And yet still be living conformed to the culture of the world. We can still be conformed yeah. to, you know the way it thinks the way it operates the and and the danger there is then we start you know what the mind is full of the heart i mean what the heart is full of the mouth speaks jesus said the word heart there is mind so what your mind right. is influenced with is what you're speaking about all the time you know right right mindful your mind your mind is full of those things exactly Exactly. So you begin to you begin just to speak out of the abundance of the heart, like you said, the mouth speaks. So yeah. I'm going to continually speak whatever it is that I truly believe, and I'm going to have whatever I say because I do not doubt it in my heart. It's just going to come oh. out. 
Yes, exactly. And uh, that's, the, that's the struggle. And it says we're even snared by the words of our mouth. Yeah. So if you think, and we shall eat of the fruit of our lips is another one. So when you think about what we're speaking, what we're saying, how we're doing it, uh, even the emphasis of it or the, the, the life or the death behind it, because life and death are in the power of the tongue. And uh, we, really, we really do need to put a guard over it, put a watch over it, um, uh, and probably put a watch over what goes into our heart. <laughs> because well, that- like you said, we have, a, we have that propensity Ooh, that's a big word for today, wow, propensity. But we wow. have that propensity to, to, like you said, conform to the world because we're in it so much. We're bombarded by it. Uh, we get all these thoughts, all these things going on, all this input, and we have a tendency to be mindful of that as opposed yes. to mindful of the kingdom of God. Yes. So. Now, absolutely. Um, yeah, as you're giving your mind to those things, that's that's where you are, um, that, and that's what locates you, you know. Because of course, um, in Matthew 17, uh, you know, well, actually, Mark 11 and Matthew 17 talks about that Jesus said, um, uh, where is it? He says uh, that mm, I say to you, whoever says and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it shall be granted him. And so, you know, many times what we are, we caught in a situation that we, we are having exactly what we are saying. And we, we think, you know, we think we, we now, th- we now theolo- theologize it as being God in our life, but actually what we're doing is self prophesying our own um, demise, right. sense, you know? We were made in his likeness and image. If that's the case, how did he create everything? Yeah. How did he do it? He spoke, let the thing. Uh, it's from my understanding or from looking at the scripture, it seems like man was the only thing he formed out of the dust of the earth. Right. But it doesn't say necessarily he did it with his hands either. Yeah. Um, everything else was spoken to. Yeah. And it, it came forth as he spoke to it. And God is one who believes that what he speaks is going to happen. So um, I have a feeling that we just we just talk a lot and just speak a lot out there in the air that we don't really realize the consequences of what we're speaking. Exactly. Um, you know, I've got a bunch of friends right now that are overwhelmed with the political situation in our country right now. And uh, they have a tendency to speak uh, for one side or the other or for, and they, of course, believe their side is righteous. Uh, they believe, believe their cause is the right cause. And because they have a certain sphere of influence, they're going to, they're going to influence everybody that's around them or try to. Yeah. Um, but they don't realize that all they're doing is speaking opinion. Uh, speaking their mindset as opposed to speaking for God or speaking for Christ at that point. And that's where we have to watch what we're doing uh, because we have a tendency then by that to put everybody else down so that we can exalt ourselves and our opinion and say, see, I was right after all, wasn't I? And it's not nothing about Christ at that point. It's about whether or not I was right. You know, what, what was I, where am I at? And, um, 
it's a justification. I think you and I talked about this before. I don't know whether or not we did this on the podcast, but what if, just what if it says that, um, you know, do not use the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Okay. So what is vanity? What is vanity? What's the definition of vanity? It would be ego, isn't it? Yeah, it's for one's self-purpose. Yeah. Or it's a self-indulgence or is mainly about self. It's a self-purpose. So to be vain concentrating on just your own self-purpose, your own self-indulgence, your own ideas, your own whatever. But if I use the name of the Lord God in vain or for vanity, what if he wasn't talking about just cussing or using it as though it's, you know, nothing? What if we use it for our own vain purposes? You know, I'm a prophet of God and I've taught and I've I've studied and I've uh, prayed and uh, after praying and fasting, the Lord spoke to me saying. Yeah. All that was doing was trying to qualify myself by the name of the Lord. Yeah. What if that was the intent of that whole thing, as far as using the name of the Lord thy God in vain? Yeah. What if it was, and I'm not saying that was necessarily it, or, but what if that's part of it? What if that's something where I'm using him, using his stamp of approval, or trying to use him to put a stamp of approval on myself or on my my opinions or on whatever it is my stance or my purpose is what if i'm doing it that way and that to me uh, opened up a whole different world as far as my thinking because it made me very much aware uh how often i used him uh to try to attain my own um in somebody else's eyes my own um approval yeah so, um, you know, I, the instance I keep using was I was fasting and praying, you know, and, and at the end of a certain amount of days, uh, the Lord spoke to me and he said this, this, and this, well, now all of a sudden, you know, the intent is to make a person believe that I'm more spiritual. I heard from God. Yeah. So I'm qualifying my statement. Yeah. 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 So, and you weren't, you definitely weren't praying and fasting about the same thing I was. Because I heard and you didn't. (laughs) That's where it becomes a dangerous game. Do Am I using the name of the Lord, my God, for vain purposes, for my vanity, for my own self purpose? Yeah. And uh, not just, not just cussing or not just saying, oh God, or anything else. It's a matter of um am i using it to to put a stamp of approval did we lock up yeah your internet is a bit slow did the internet lock up yeah there you go are you you're back you just come and go yeah no you're absolutely right i'm thinking of when you were talking now i was thinking of a scripture in i think it's jeremiah it says the 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 prophets and the priests say they speak of me, but it's not of me, says the Lord, you know. And right, right. I, I can't remember the exact um, place then, but and yeah, that's, they've spoken out of their own hearts, but nothing. 
Yeah, they, you know, I have a yeah. revelation that, you know, I'm, I'm speaking as, as the oracle of God and there's, but they speak not from of me, you know, and, and I think that that's, right. that's the thing that it's not that people don't speak, but, um, but I think is they, they tend to gravitate to, to try and to try and impress or in many times it's sincere, you know, that's what I found out even about leadership. <laughs> many times leaders oh, are yeah. sincere oh, yeah, sure. and they, but they can be sincerely wrong, you know, but they sincere, they, they earnestly want to do the right thing, but the, the model, the, the, the concept they're using is wrong. And that, that is like my whole beef, you know, all the time. I mean, I probably, I, I repeat myself to add infinitum on this issue, but but I, I am so aware. You know, when 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 they when they were going to cross the ocean, and Jesus and the, the disciples were in the boat, and Jesus said to them, "Hey, you've got to take be very careful of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees." And they're going. They whispered that says to each other secretly, "Is he talking about bread? Did we didn't we bring enough bread?" So they went to the natural. But and he says this to them. He says. Um, but don't you understand anything yet? <laughs> and uh, it's like the understanding is their ability to comprehend. It's the ability to get the right paradigm, if you may, or the right mindset, the right way of thinking, to be mindful of, of God's ways. They were so naturally carnally minded and Okay, carnal, it sort of leaves people thinking, I'm not a sinner, you know. So, all right, so let's leave out carnal, but natural. What you tend to do is gravitate to thinking natural ways, thinking natural processes, and not the supernatural. And he's going, don't you get it yet? Don't you get it yet? I mean, I fed 4,000. I fed 5,000. Did you forget where that bread came from? Supernatural. And it's like... <laughs> You know, you you didn't get it yet. You know, is this like what you worried about bread? I can I can multiply bread yet for us to eat. That's not the problem. In fact, that's what the kingdom of God is about. But it's about your influence. It's what what is getting to your thinking, because that's what's going to affect whether you are natural or supernatural. And I think that you know, it's like, I, and that's what I was saying to Michelle. And I just did. A, um, a podcast episode earlier, but I, I was I was thinking about this, and I I just I said to Michelle, you know, when you think about it, is that Jesus everything he spoke was in the context of his kingdom. You see, when, when growing up and when we were in ministry, we were taught from a Bible school mentality. So when it says when they said preach the word, I was thinking like, what were the teachers teaching me to preach? you know, is like, you've got to preach the Bible, right. but I didn't, I didn't understand the paradigm of the Bible. The really that, you know, I didn't understand it. Uh, right. The kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven were like two concepts that were sort of, I didn't really touch on it because I didn't understand it. I didn't know what, what it was about really. I, you know, I thought kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven is where we're going to go when we die. That was it. So, um, so we have this paradigm. So we either thinking church paradigm, Bible school paradigm, but when you think, when you know that Jesus is continually speaking from a, his whole purpose, his whole message was kingdom of God. That was, it. that was what he preached all right. the time. Now, if you understand that, now you start interpreting what you're reading through that paradigm 
And I said to Michelle, I said, the problem is, is that we don't, we haven't, we're like the disciples. Jesus is still saying, don't you get it yet? <laughs> You're still trying to preach your messages from an institution, organization, denomination, from your ideas, your, your good ideas or your good opinions or wh whatever your influence is. We've got to get to the place where Jesus said the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is like yeast. And, and when we understand that we allow the kingdom to influence us to the point that it invades our thinking, to the point that it invades our speaking, our decision-making, how we function, now we begin to touch the supernatural. I love what the Message Bible says. He says, don't you get it yet, you runt believers? <laughs> you know, R-U-N-T. <laughs> I laughed so much last night. I just, that is funny, man. It's just like, you runt believers. You just don't get it. You're just like in between everything, a mixture of everything. And we got too much mixture in the church. We, we like got all these things we garner from everywhere. And we're not thinking with the paradigm that Jesus came with. We don't get it yet. So if we don't get right. it, we're not operating in it. We're not interpreting it. We, we're filtering it still through our ideas and our opinions. You know, it just doesn't work. Right. Well, part of that is that we're still trying to persuade one another into our way of thinking. Uh, I was uh, uh, talking with somebody here a while back uh, about, not just about this issue, but about something else. Uh, it, it was about a lot of religion that has crept in. The the defense to that is always, well, every man has to be persuaded in his own heart. And, uh, you know, certain people have heard certain things and, and this is what they live by now. Well, they're not going to change. They're not going to change to the kingdom of God at that point. They're going to continue in their same traditions, their same way of doing it, because they believe that they've heard from God. Yeah. And then they're going to try to persuade other people Impose to follow. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to impose so, on you. Right, right. Because as as that, as a religion or as a, it becomes something that's uh, you you impose on somebody else. Yeah. I wonder, hey, I wonder if that's where that came from. Impose, imposter, imposter. I wonder. I wonder if that's where, I wonder if that's where that word came from. Yeah. Let's have a look, see. <clears throat> but it's just. It's just interesting to me that, um, um, you know, you can't persuade somebody uh, out of a different, out of a, a way of thinking. The only thing that's going to change you, just like Paul says, I don't, I'm not trying to convince you or I don't come to you with enticing words of men's wisdom. The word entice there means to try to convince, but yeah. in demonstration of the spirit and power. If there's no spirit and power, there's no real reason to speak it anyway. Exactly. Because everything, it says the, it, the kingdom comes not in word only, but in power. Yeah. So if that's the case, he upholds all things by the word of his power. His word comes forth out of power. It's not just the power of his word. That's not what he upholds all things by. Yeah. He upholds all things by the word of his power. Right. The word that comes forth out of power. That's what he upholds all things yeah. by. And so when you're thinking about speaking for him, you're speaking for somebody that believes that everything that he says comes forth out of power. It has the ability, like you said, a, chi, a seed 
that has the power within itself to produce a certain likeness and image. Right. And that's what we're to produce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, that's, that's... we're not to produce a certain sprite. Go yeah. ahead. No, no, I was, I, was, I was thinking of, of a, um, a scripture that um, sort of takes that that comes after that you are new creatures in Christ. And um, let me just run down there quickly. And so he says this, he said, um, so that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Not counting people's sins against them, but canceling them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation, that is restoration to favor with God. So we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were making his appeal through us. We as Christ representatives plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. And but I think that that is the important thing. We are ambassadors of the anointed one who carry the message of Christ. Um, right. Let's see. It talks about that. So I just want to see what that that commentary is on that one. He says uh, to be ambassadors for Christ means that we are his diplomatic agents of the highest rank, sent to represent his kingship and authorized to speak on his behalf. We are the voice of the kingdom of heaven to the earth, invested with royal power through the name of Jesus and the authority of his blood. I, wow. I mean, you know, is and I think that's if we begin to forget about speaking as a gift, <laughs> but right. speaking as an ambassador, an ambassador never, right. you know, you, you, if I looked at um, Nikki Haley, for instance, I'm just going to use uh, somebody that probably a lot more people are familiar with, but the US is um, uh, ambassador to the United Nations before there's somebody else there now I don't know who's there now but and and uh, but she never would speak of her own she would always refer back to the White yeah. House and only represent in her words what was being said in the White House if an ambassador speaks something else they get fired um, you know because it's it's literally it's treason against their government if they speak their own mind and and that is the problem with with many um, people, they speak by their own gift, you know, but they don't speak because Jesus said, many will say to me in that day, did we not prophesy in your name? And he said, depart from me, I never knew you, you workers of iniquity, you were treasonous right. in that sense, you, you, you went against the government, your government of the day, you went against your government, and I'm not talking about physically, I'm talking about the kingdom of heaven we we represent and that's what we've got to realize every word we speak and th that was why you remember that guy um that centurion that brought is came to jesus and said my centurion my my servant is at the point of death you know and he's jesus i'll come and heal him and he said no no, no you just speak a word and he'll be healed because i and too am a man under government and what I say, people do. And when I say, right. don't, they don't do it. And he said, I recognize that in you. In other words, that guy, and then Jesus goes, right. on, he says, you have more faith than all the children of Israel who are supposed to be the people of faith, because this guy could recognize the authority that Jesus had, not because he spoke on his own behalf or his own mind or from his own uh, platform. He spoke as an ambassador, as a representative of the kingdom of heaven. I mean, wow. I just, okay. If that's not good preaching, then nothing is, man. <laughs> it's like, <woo. laughs> 
man, I got myself all wild up here. That man, yeah. So, you know, anyway. Yeah, that's what my last little thing was on was that whole thing about authority. Yeah. And uh, that little thing I sent out, supposed to be daily, but um, you know, using that same thing, the centurion. I mean, all he all he understood was authority and how it worked. Yeah. And Christ then likened it to faith. He just said, "This, I mean, this, this great, is amazing to me because I've never seen so great a faith." Yeah, yeah exactly. All he believes that all we have to do is just say the word, and it should be done. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if we would even understand just a little bit of that, that what Christ says stands, we would believe the Scripture and have more faith in probably double of what we believe right now about things but we're so skeptical we we tend to wait sorry i lost you there for a moment yeah i noticed it glitched out yeah it just went off and now it's back again <laughs> so anyway sorry sorry steve Ooh. yeah I, sorry. Well, that's a lot better anyway i don't know why yeah i don't know what happened there something something tripped out Probably, you know, the computer down starts its downloads in the middle or something. I don't know why, but it always does that. That's why I got no hair. It's laptops and technology, man. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's the thing is we, we, we've got to speak on his behalf. The thing about it is, is that we can, yeah. we can take, you know, we can, we can take somebody else's, you know, messages. We can take our own paradigm and take the, the text and we preach the text, but we're missing the spirit. We're missing what the king is actually That's saying, right. you know? And, and right. it's like Nikki, I mean, and again, I'm using Nikki Haley, but it's not, let's say the, if the ambassador goes to the United Nations, if they're not of the mindset to speak on behalf of the president of the United States, then they are going to be interpreting like what well, what he's actually I think what he's actually saying is this. Now there was where confusion comes in and it's treasonous. He didn't say that, you know. And I, I remember I remember um, talking right. to him one day and he I, I said to him I said, you know the thing about it's it's wonderful they have they had this structure you know so they've got. You know the apostolic leadership, the eldership, and they got the the um, the uh, sort of overseers of cell groups, and then they got lots of cell groups, and then they got the cell leaders, and then they got the cell members. You know, so it's it, that's a great way of caring for everybody and all the rest of it. But the problem was that I noticed that I met the apostolic uh, leader, and what he was saying is not what the cell leader was saying in the cell it, there was two different messages the cell leader, the apostolic authority was going you know we need to really um I, I just really sense there's marriages need to be you know we really need to strengthen marriages right now for instance by the time it got to the cell leader the cell leader was saying you guys better sort out your marriages because this is not godly you are all acting ungodly in your marriages you know and it's just like, what the heck? You know, it just, um, how did that translation happen? But that's what happens. It gets filtered through everybody's mindsets. So that by the time it hits the, the actual right. cell group, it's gone from love to judgment. You know, it's gone from 
from um, an insight, a, you know, an apostolic or prophetic insight, whatever it is. And by the time it's translated, it comes down to you had better. Otherwise, you know, it's just like, you know, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't do well under those conditions anyway. So I just like I'm a non-conformist to people that try and impose on me. I just like, <laughs> I don't go for that, you know. But we got so yeah. we got to be careful on on that. You know, when you are, when you guard as a, are you representing? That, that's the question. Are you really representing? Uh, and if you if you're thinking natural, if you conform to, that's the thing is if you conform to the values, if you conform to the the morals, the 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 ethics, if you, the standards, the the thinking, you, if you conform to the norms of this 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 culture of the world the kingdoms of the world culture then then whatever you read in the bible is going to be interpreted right part of it will be interpreted through your right thinking that's what we got to understand and, and when you know i'm telling you steve when i understood that it made so much sense to me what people are doing and and why the church is powerless jesus said this he said i will build my church and on, on this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And uh, and I've right. really been looking at that because I've heard the rock and all sorts of things. You know, the rock has been. But then I, I read in Daniel, Jesus said a stone is going to hit. Well, God says a stone is going to hit the earth and it's going to grow until it becomes a rock and it consumes every other kingdom in the world. And I and I thought, I submit this. I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying this is wow. I'm submitting this and saying the church is the community of God. Let's forget institution, organization, forget all of that stuff. Ministry. We're so busy building ministry. We're just missing the whole thing. So um, right. he said, I will build my community. I will build my culture on this rock. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So right. the, the influence of how will not be able to do damage to, to this. In fact, and we, we know that the church is supposed to be pervasive. They're supposed to be invasive uh, and then transformative. But if it's not built on that paradigm, because Peter just after that goes, no, Jesus, not going to happen. He goes, you're not mindful of the things of God, but of the things of men. And I just, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm submitting this to you, and I'm just going, that's, I, I just think that Jesus was talking, always talking kingdom. He wasn't talking his ministry. He wasn't talking about his prophetic standing. He was talking about the kingdom of God. So was he referring to that foundation right. for all our thinking and all our action to be the kingdom of God? I think so. You know, I think so. But that's, I just, I, I, I'm just submitting that <laughs> as a as a as a possibility of thought, you know. Just um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the only rock we've got is basically stone that the builders reject. Every man that's building or thinks he's a builder better take heed what he's building with, because it's the stone. He is the stone that the builders rejected. Right. So you know we. 
um, we get so wrapped up in our own ideas and our own uh, whatever and having people follow us and doing our apostolic call or whatever it is we're supposed to be doing that we have a tendency to try to convince people when it isn't when it isn't demonstrating to them the kingdom of God. It's getting them to follow us down the yellow brick road. So anyway, I don't know whether it's our, are you getting a lot of glitching on your side too, or is it just me? Yeah. Um, our, our, um, it's like our internet is unstable, maybe, maybe both sides. It's Friday night, you know, so um, everybody's oh. on, on the cable and it's getting sucked dry, I think, or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's skinny. But it, yeah, anyway, that's um, that's good. We did, we couldn't catch it this morning, so it's better in the mornings, but we are here now. That's right. But that's right. Good point, good discussion. Um, anyway, so I'd like to um, catch up with you again and just talk about my thoughts on these things. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we will. We'll have to. Maybe we'll record that then too. And if you need to, then put it on here again. Oh, you know, part two. two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Well, thanks very much, Steve. Um, I won't be right. much longer. It's been a good one again. And uh, I trust everybody will be blessed and inspired and encouraged and uh, challenged with uh, this, this word that we, or our conversation today. Uh, I know I am. I'm always encouraged and challenged. All right. Hey, so it's great to be with you again. And uh, thanks for lasting up until now. If you, if you have, and you're brave. Well done. <laughs> so, Steve, love you lots, man. Talk to you soon. Thank you.